Hello and welcome to the first official episode of the Things Nobody Tells You podcast in 2024. This is so exciting. And more than that, this is your daily episode, your first daily episode where I decide that I am going to tell you all things important, pop culture, all the things happening that I feel like we can discuss. This is not a news source. You guys don't don't mistake that. I am not. Go read the paper still. But this is your pop culture, your mini micro dose of me for the day telling you what's up and what we need to discuss that I feel is important for the day. And I I am aware the only person who might want to listen to this is me. So I'm I'm down with that. That's totally okay. But I have a feeling some of you want to discuss some of the things I would like to discuss. Let's start off with Happy New Year. Um, if you're like me, then you spent New Year's Day um, crying. <clears throat> crying. Now, if you follow me on here, there is a high chance you know I have a TikTok account. A lot of people found out about my TikTok account in my life that didn't know about it. And they're not like close to me, if that makes sense, like distant people. And I found out and I was just like, "Mm." on top of that, I am in legit TikTok jail. Like, I don't understand what I did. And so I'm just kind of like, oh, I might need a new platform. Like, it just looks like it's not working anymore for me or my account. Or maybe I did something. I definitely know I got in trouble with like, it it wasn't a mistake, but like I had like an account warning or alert. And I very rarely get them. I used to get them when I first started, but I never got them since. And all of a sudden I got one. And ever since my account has just sucked like nobody sees my content and I'm not like complaining about it I'm just saying like I'm used to everyone seeing it so I'm just kind of like the people who signed up to kind of see my content can't see my content what is the point of me making the content and that's me being Sorry, I'm trying not to have the hiccups really hard. Instead of pausing the podcast, I'm working through it. That's what 2024 is about. So I'm I'm just kind of figuring out, you guys, how to show up, how to make a community last. TikTok is great. Like, I like it in a lot of ways, but also it has a lot of cons to it. So I won't announce what I am trying to pivot to because I feel like if I say it, it won't come true and I want it to come true. But hopefully you guys like it. I'm also trying to get the podcast on YouTube because that's just what all of you have been asking for. It's just a lot of editing for my editor and they have a very full plate with a lot of projects. So I'm basically waiting for my editor to be more free so we can, um, because with my schedule, like I can't, I can't do it myself. I need, I need a team. So I need a partner in crime on this one. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for 2024. I feel like a lot of big things are going to happen. I'm excited about it. But at the same time, I spent New Year's Day crying for multiple reasons about people, about situations, about relationships. I just felt like everything was a mess. Like I felt like New Year's Eve, I really got it together. I ate my grapes, really was kicking it. And I, and I felt like... Then I felt like, yeah, then I felt like it was a disaster. Then I felt like New Year's Day really hit rock bottom. 
and um, stayed in bed. Stayed in bed. I really did. I was like, it's not working. Go back to bed. I went back to bed like 10 times. I was like, ah, that didn't work. Go back to bed. So as you can tell, I'm really kicking off 2024 strong. I did a vision board this year, so let's hope that does something. I manifested. Let's hope that does something. Can anybody confirm whether that works? Because I don't know if that works. I'm going to be honest. I need I need like legitimate proof that works because I made one last year and not one thing on it came true. So, But also I feel like I made it last year just to make it. This year I actually put intention behind it. So let's like, let's see what happens. Okay, the first thing I want to discuss is I wish I had been able to launch this yesterday, but I thought yesterday was Sunday. So I messed everything up. I messed everything up. Um, I did not know yesterday was Monday. So technically, sort of, this was meant to come out yesterday, but I didn't realize the day. So I messed up. I messed up. It was completely my fault. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to disclose this right now. I am what I consider in my head to be Taylor Swift's very close dear friend. And I've never met her. Um, she doesn't know who I am, but I am, I'm not a Swifty. I'm her best friend. Okay. That's what I have just decided. So just so you know, I will never speak ill of my best friend. And you can expect that in any news that comes my way for this daily edition podcast. Okay. Now that we're out of the way, I want to discuss Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Okay. If you don't know who they are, then you shouldn't. I was about to say you shouldn't be listening to my podcast, but I don't I don't want to say that like you you should. I would like to educate you. Taylor Swift is the best person on the planet. And Travis Kelsey is some guy who throws a football. I think he's great. I think he's doing a good job. I think he's doing a real good job. He's doing great. Um, He also has a podcast. So I have a lot of respect for for that because that's a hustle. So I respect that. All I have to say is that if you didn't see the New Year's Eve video that one of Travis Kelsey's friends took of the room where clearly Travis and Taylor were at a New Year's Eve party. I'm assuming it was his New Year's Eve party, maybe, or one of his friends were throwing it, but one of his friends took the video of the whole room and you can just see Taylor and Travis having like, I don't know if it's their midnight kiss, but the press is definitely saying that's what it is. Um, I feel like they don't care that it's on the internet. I feel like they don't, they don't really care, which I think is great. I also feel though, very defensive of my best friend. It's like, did we need to, do we need to be posting that? Like she's giving us a lot publicly with her relationship. Do we need to be going behind closed doors and taking, like that person knew what they were doing when they took that video and then posted it on the internet. They knew what they were doing. So they were kind of like getting their own. Do you know what I mean? So I have certain feelings about that. But what I will say is I think it's so lovely that Taylor is in her I don't care era in terms of what we all see about if she's in a relationship or not. Because if you don't know, she was in a relationship with Joe Alwyn, who is some random British actor. And all I have to say is it was the most secretive, closeted relationship in the press that like you'll ever hear about like they gave nothing and when they gave something it was so heavily orchestrated and edited and like you don't you just see his hand like it was so and it was clearly coming from him like it was clearly coming from his side of like I don't want anything to do with your public life like keep it 
allegedly keep it behind closed doors. I think it's so I don't think that's who Taylor is. And I think it's so lovely that she's finally with someone who's also like, I'll stand by you. You'll stand by me. And we're going to figure this out. I think that's lovely. I couldn't hope for a better ending for Mother, okay? That's awesome. I think it's also lovely for Travis that he won against the Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals, however you pronounce it. Again, I don't follow sports, okay? I don't know how to pronounce these sports teams, okay? He won against them on New Year's Eve, and Taylor was there to support him. I think it's really interesting. You'll see how different games where Travis plays where Taylor goes and I swear to God if she's free she goes to the game like if she's not about to gear up to do a show even if she flies straight in from a show she'll freaking do it but it's so interesting to see the different variations of how much they show her on I think is it called a Megatron the big screen the cameras pick her up whatever screen that is at a football game I don't know what you call it it's really interesting to see like You'll be able to tell. Honestly, I think it's based on how much the PR of the other team tries to get involved. I think if they're playing a team and that team's publicity team comes up and says, please don't, we want attention on our team. We don't want attention shifted to your player's girlfriend. Like, I think if their team kicks up fuss, they show less of Taylor. I don't, I think, like, I'm seeing a pattern. Because sometimes she's, like, heavily shown on that screen and sometimes she's not and the one on New Year's Eve she was not like I watched it she was not so it's very interesting like the varying levels of what the they're showing her at these games quite frankly Taylor Swift has brought so much attention to football that like the the NFL is welcome like you're welcome they need to be cutting her a check like you're welcome she's brought so many people just to introduce them to the NFL. So they, they've made so much money off of her. They need to cut her a check. That's my personal opinion. I hope she's getting, she's getting something from that. My prediction for Taylor this year as her best friend, okay, is that she will end up making a public move with this relationship that will be serious. I'm not saying she's going to get engaged, I do think if she got engaged, I don't know if we would know about it before she was married. I think she would, as much as she would want to share it, I think what would happen is she knows it would be so much of a spectacle that she would go, look, we'll tell everyone, but let's like get married first. I think she would try and do that. I think it would be small. Actually, I don't think it would be small. I think they would try their hardest to keep it a secret and it would get spilled somehow and they wouldn't care because it would be done and over. Like, I think she would take on the opinion of if they spill it when it's happening, that's fine because like no one can make it a spectacle because it's done. Do you know what I mean? I have a feeling that would happen. I'm not saying Taylor is going to get married this year. I think she's she's a gal who like needs to make sure that if she's getting married, she's getting married once not saying divorce isn't an option, 100% is. Highly recommend if you need to get out, get divorced. But I'm saying I, th- I feel like that's where our girl is coming from. So that's all I'm going to say on that, okay? But I, I, that's my prediction. Like there's going to be a big move. Like either she moves to Kansas City and lives with Travis full time and we see that. But she is going to be on the road so much. I think we're going to see a lot of Travis at international 
shows. I think we're going to see a lot of him showing up for her now that she showed up for him way more than the other way around because of his game schedule and their schedule, whatever. I think we're going to see a lot of him showing up for her. And I think it's going to make a lot more international headlines. And I think we're going to see like, I have a feeling when she goes to Australia, like we're going to see a big international trip and a lot of them out together. I can see that being what happens but let's see I wish all the I wish them all the best I'm so excited for them I wish them every happiness I really do Joe who anyway this is another thing I want to talk about okay this is gonna bear with me the next thing I want to discuss is the Denmark royal family the Danish royal family now if you've been following the news somewhat Queen, I, I want to call her Queen Margaret. We always called her Queen Margaret. I'm Australian. We we actually are very connected to the Danish royal family, and you're about to find out why. I think her her like actual name is Marguerite, but I don't want. I apologize if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Okay, let's start off with she just abdicated the throne. Like I think it was Christmas Eve, she abdicated the throne. So her son, Prince Frederick, is about to become king. Prince Frederick's wife is a woman named Mary Donaldson. Mary Donaldson is princess, Danish princess. She got married to Prince Frederick when they met in Australia. And Princess Mary is from legit. She grew up down the street from where I grew up. But like, obviously, we're very different ages. So like when she was growing up, I wasn't in middle life yet. But she is from my hometown. So in Tasmania. So Princess Mary has weirdly always been like Australia's claim to the royal family, even though it's not the we're in part of the Commonwealth, right? So technically, our our royal family is the British monarchy. But if I'm honest, like Australia doesn't really care. Like we're just like who? But like we're they make the headlines in Australia, but like not like they do in the UK. So like we care, but only when it's a scandal. Like, honestly, that's the only time Australia cares about the, the British royal family, apart from when they come to visit, which doesn't happen very often at all. But like, then we can when we're, we're very nice about it and we're very, we're very open to it. But like Australia, does, Australia's very laid back. Like, we're like, oh, we're still part of that. Got it. Now, what obviously when Princess Mary became Princess Mary, it was, if you were around for when Kate got engaged to Will, That was our version of that. When Mary got engaged to Frederick, like the same interviews, like they almost are identical. If you watch the first interview, official interview Kate did with Will when they got engaged, we almost have the same identical interview with Mary and Frederick with an Australian reporter. And it it went, it was everywhere for the longest time. And I remember that even as a child, like it was crazy. So anyway, this is what's currently happening. This is why I want to discuss this. So Princess Mary has always been very important to Australia because like she's one of our own, like she's our own, like I feel like she's our only royal claim to fame. So we're very supportive of Mary. She has two kids. I think it was two, it might be three. No, it's two. She's twins. She's twins. Um, basically, some weird stuff has been happening with the Danish royal family, Okay. Queen Marguerite has abdicated the throne, meaning she no longer is going to be queen. I think she, I think she abdicated officially and is no longer queen. And Prince Frederick is like about to step in. I I don't know the the technicalities of it. Honestly, they're not important. Nobody cares. 
However, what is going on is in December, in mid-December, maybe earlier December, a headline hit the newspapers softly and then like hardcore all of a sudden that Prince Frederick was having an affair. This would be like the equivalent. I'm telling you, this was a big deal, especially in Australia. Like this was a big deal. Like Princess Mary, like you don't, like it's, she's like this perfect creature. Like the idea of anyone betraying Princess Mary is an abomination. Let me just tell you that. So when this had the headlines, ooh, it was bad. And I know this because my mother told me <laughs> she's in Australia. Anyway, basically, Prince Frederick allegedly, hypothetically, allegedly has, it It seems like he had some to- some type of inappropriate behavior or affair with a woman who is a socialite in Spain in October. And it was a Spanish magazine that reported this. I don't even know the woman's name. Like she's a she's a she's a socialite. She's she's basically a, a I'm sure she's some she might be someone in Spain. Like she might be someone to the Spanish community. But she's we don't know who she is. Like I she is not someone who like we saw her name. Like, oh, yes, her. No, she's a socialite to the extent of my knowledge. I really don't care to dig deeper into someone who maybe is hypothetically looking for their five minutes of fame. Don't care. So it was a Spanish magazine that reported that this this was happening because this is the timeline. I have constructed a timeline, okay? Oh, and I should I should clarify. This happened in October. I just don't know why the headlines were really picking it up in December, but this did I do remember reading about this for the first time in October. So I feel like it it hit the the Spanish newspapers and magazines and then it slowly made its way over. Like I I feel like it took a second and I definitely remember reading about it back before December. So just to be clear, I made a mistake. This was allegedly reported in October. Okay, so this all takes place allegedly on October 25th in the afternoon. Okay, so I I could not figure out if this was like some type of official engagement they were attending, Prince Frederick and this woman. Um... But they end up together, okay? They end up together. So they go for a walk in public at around 7 in the afternoon. So the two go for a walk on October 25th in public in the afternoon. So, like, they clearly wanted to... You're going to be seen, especially if this was an official trip to Spain, you're going to be seen. You're in Madrid, Like, you're going to be seen. Okay, then at 7 p.m., Prince Frederick and this woman go into her apartment separately. Not at the same time. Separately. At 9 p.m., they emerge from the building separately, but they're in two different... They're they're both wearing different clothes, but they get into the same white car. They get into the same car. Then from 9 p.m. till midnight... The pair travel to a restaurant for dinner and then to watch a a flamenco show. Then at 1 a.m. in the morning, you can see the pair leave the restaurant and get into the same car. Then at 8.30 in the morning, Prince Frederick leaves her apartment by himself. Here is my thing. 
who do they think they're fooling? Like you're going Why are you going in separately if you don't have anything to hide? If you're like, sure, you know what would have been very not suspicious is if you just did everything at the same time. Honestly, no one would have. They would have been like, oh wow, but no one would have made a spectacle of it because it doesn't look like you're trying to hide it. It doesn't look like you're trying to hide it. Now, there were pictures of Prince Frederick leaving that morning, and I believe they were the same pictures seen of him with the suitcase, like leaving her apartment, like he had taken luggage there. However, it could have very easily been him walking with his luggage somewhere else, and they just said this was this. So I like taking it with a grain of salt. However, I am saying, like, I don't know what is going on here, but it is very weird. Whoever is handling the PR for the royal Danish family needs to maybe take take a beat and look at something they can do here because it doesn't look good. And let me just tell you, if they if Prince Frederick and Princess Mary were well, sorry, now they're King Frederick and Queen Mary to be were to separate because of this, everyone would sign with Mary. Everyone would be like, "Yep, this dude's doing God knows what in Madrid. We don't blame you." Like it's just so weird to me like so bizarre behavior to the point where I'm almost like they probably weren't doing anything bad because this behavior is so obvious and so weird to do as the future king very bizarre oh and I should say I remember when this happened like when this became a headline because the socialite came out I'm sorry I'm calling you the socialite but like you don't really matter in terms of you're not a famous person so I don't know your name Quite frankly, I don't know your association with this. No hater shade to you. Not that you're listening to this, but whatever. She came out with a statement that basically was like denied everything, like immediately denied everything and said like she's going to get her attorneys involved. I allegedly believe that's what the statement said. She really jumped on it and which I feel like speaks to the volume of whoever, again, is handling the PR for the Royal Danish family is not really doing anything because usually what happens is they will make they will keep her the the other person involved him or her quiet they won't let them say anything publicly so they can control the narrative and if they need to they paint the other person in the picture who is a nobody in regards to the royal family as the villain that's what they do it's very strategic it's happened throughout history. It's just how it works. So that just tells me like there's just no control over the situation. Anyway, all I, ha- all I hope for the situation is that Princess Mary and her children are happy and healthy and work it out. And Prince Frederick, if you're not a cheater, I hope you work it out too. I really do. And if you are a cheater, stop because that's just rude and disrespectful, especially as a king. Like get it together. Anyway, I just, it was super important to me to talk about this because that's Princess Mary. That's Princess Mary, okay? She deserves more if that is going on. And it's allegedly, obviously, it's very alleged. I'm not saying this did happen. All alleged. Whatever. Okay, there's another thing I got to talk about. Do you guys know about Gypsy Rose Blanchard? If that's how you pronounce her name. Basically, there's like a bunch of TV shows, documentaries about it. She has a documentary about it. It's the story of this woman who was the child, she was a victim of abuse, like as a child. And then she was convicted of killing her mother. And she's just been released from prison. Like, like a few days ago. 
She's now 32. From memory, I think she got a 10-year sentence. So when she went in, she would have been 22. I don't know if she served the full 10 years. I didn't really look that deep into it. So basically, this this is the kind of... Try to wrap your head around this. Gypsy is believed to have been a victim of Munchausen syndrome by proxy. I'm aware I couldn't wrap my tongue around that. Well, that's basically where you you think you're very sick. You think you have all these illnesses, but you it's in your it's psychological, it's not physical. So her mother, so by proxy, meaning her mother essentially projected it onto her is my understanding of that. Which the what really happened is her mother told her she had all these things wrong. She had all these medical procedures done to Gypsy that she didn't need. She was con- Gypsy was confined to a wheelchair, but Gypsy could actually walk. Her mother convinced her she couldn't. Like all these things. And then I believe Gypsy's mother had Gypsy's teeth removed. Like she was doing all kinds of elaborate, unnecessary medical procedures because she, the mother believed that this was necessary. There was also a lot more that went into this. I do believe, like, they even, the mother even raised, they they publicly said, like, that Gypsy had cancer and all this stuff. She shaved Gypsy's head, all this stuff, and then went on to take donations for her condition that didn't exist because it was all fake, So like there was a lot that went into this. Like there was a lot of honestly crimes occurring on the mother's behalf. However, then Gypsy went on the internet and communicated with a man who became, I'm guessing her kind of her boyfriend. I don't know if they were boyfriend and girlfriend. She met this man. His name was Nicholas. He then went and stabbed Gypsy's mother and killed her. They basically co-conspired to kill her mother. I don't know the the degree. Like, I didn't listen to the trial or read anything up on that. But but the story goes, Gypsy only gets 10 years and Nicholas gets life because it's it's difficult to prove her involvement to a certain degree. And Nicholas did it. He He stabbed her. He killed her. He did it. So anyway, he's in jail for life. Gypsy did make a deal with the prosecutor at the time who took into account the abuse she had suffered. So I'm guessing that they maybe they could prove that she directly had a hand in maybe convincing Nicholas to do it. But she pled guilty to second degree murder. And that's how she got 10 years in prison. And she just got out. This, my prediction for this is this girl is about to become like... One of the most, po- she's going to get a reality TV show. If she agrees to it, like there are people offering that to her for sure. She is going to, she already has like millions of followers on social media. Like overnight, she got like 1.7 million followers. She is going to be a thing in 2024. I'm telling you, like she is going to have some type of public voice in 2024 I don't know what that is I don't know what that's gonna look like but I'm there's something there she has a husband who she got married to while she was in jail so I don't know how that's gonna play out with her being out in the the real world I have a theory about people who marry people while they're in jail and like met them while they were in jail didn't know them prior I have a theory about those marriages and I I feel like they never work out so like we're gonna see how he handles her being out of jail 
and in the real world and experiencing like life for the first time. So anyway, that's, I just wanted to talk about that because I'm so fascinated by some of the, like these cycle, the things that people do is crazy to me. I'm just over here getting ghosted and dumped. And I think that's the craziest thing on the planet. And I'm over, and just some of the stuff people are out here doing nuts, bananas. Anyway, I am actually going to have a segment on the daily episodes called Run From Men, which while we're speaking about a crime, technically this crime was committed by a man because it was Nicholas who killed um, Gypsy's mother. However, I'm going to have a segment called Run From Men, which I'm going to have a little bit of a co-host with, which is going to be the... uh, crime of the week. We're going to discuss a little crime of the week. It's just going to be a short segment where I give you the in on a crime that I feel like you need to know about. I am going to do my first one hopefully tomorrow and I won't have my co-host for it yet. She can't start for a couple of weeks. However, however, I have found some of the most insane crimes I never knew were committed and they're just like it's... I find it so fascinating. So we're calling that segment Run From Men because quite frankly, we all need pepper spray and most of the time it's a man committing them. So I call it Run From Men and I'm very excited about it. Thank you for listening to the first official daily episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. This were the things nobody told you today. About today, about what's happening. These were just things I wanted to talk about. This is going to get way more daily, way more specific. As you can see, this is not going to be long. This is probably going to be the longest episode I do. I just wanted to give you all a taste let's see how you like it and quite frankly you guys if you're like I don't want these type of episodes I'll stop doing them this was a proposal that was presented to me a concept we're going forward with it we're working with it I'm excited to do it however if nobody likes it or is into it I don't need to keep doing it like this is very much a thing of taking an opportunity that was presented to me we're trial running it we'll see how it goes and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out so this is the current schedule for daily episodes you're getting a daily episode Monday Tuesday Thursday Friday and then Wednesday is your normal things nobody tells you episode where I just go completely unhinged and you can tell a difference I think in (laughs) in what I talk about so five episodes a week four daily episodes because unfortunately schedule wise we can't do two episodes in one day so I couldn't do an episode and I felt like Wednesday was a good day for a day like the niche episode we got we do together so that's where that that schedule came from if you oh my going British all of a sudden if you have any comments questions queries throw them in the the comment section or right into the podcast it's in the episode description wherever you're listening to this is the email please call into the buckle up hotline the buckle up hotline is a good time Call in with whatever you want to talk to me about. Whatever you want to talk to me about, what I need to buckle up about, 626-885-4940. That's 626-885-4940 to tell me what is unhinged about you this week. (laughs) Guys, I love you all so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. This is so exciting. We're going to do this every single day. Let's go. I love you all. Don't do anything I wouldn't do because that gives you a lot of wiggle room anyway. So you'll be fine. Love you. Bye.